Hey there, welcome to the Coffee with Content Creators podcast. This is Rob Balasabas, your host. I am excited for you to catch this episode. This is uh, it's going to be a really good one. Uh, I had a conversation with my friend Kevin, aka Two Socks. And in the episode, you're going to you're going to learn why uh, he goes by the name Two Socks. It's a cool, cool story, um, you know, and I'll let him tell it. But uh, but yeah, you're going to really enjoy this one. Kevin is he, he knows YouTube inside and out. Um, he has been in the game for a long time. He's not a he's not a video first guy uh, kind of growing up, which is kind of cool, which I can relate to. I'm not a video first guy. I didn't grow up. I didn't, you know, I wasn't on the, you know, broadcast and media club, you know, when I was in high school or anything, I really picked up, um, you know, this interest for videos um, as a, as a grown up and um, in my career, in my professional career, not, not early in my career, like, you know, well into, you know, my, uh, my career path. And, uh, and so I can definitely relate to it. And so I think you guys will really enjoy this episode. Uh, Kevin, like I said, is a wealth of knowledge. He knows, he understands the game, he understands the industry, he understands um, all aspects of the uh, creator economy and kind of where he fits into it, you know. So if you're out there and you're trying to figure out where do I fit into this creator economy, you know, then uh, this is a really good one for you. I hope you really enjoy it, you know. Um, and uh, if you haven't yet, I hope you subscribe to the podcast um, on whatever podcast platform you are listening to. Uh, but, um, you know, one one little note on that is that if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to check out this podcast, this podcast right here on Spotify, you know, look up my name, Rob Balasabas, or look up, you know, um, Coffee with Content Creators, Rob Balasabas, you'll find the podcast on Spotify if you're listening to this on a different podcasting platform, because we have a video version uh, of the podcast now. We have access um, to Spotify's video podcast. Uh, this didn't happen too long ago. Uh, you can listen a couple episodes back and uh, where I talk about it. Um, but uh, but yeah, we just really love to see if people are enjoying that format on Spotify um, or people are just, you know, they actually just love, like, or prefer the audio podcast instead. You know, no I am okay either way. Uh, I just, you know, I am a video first guy. So, you know, I, that's why I gravitate to YouTube. And, um, you know, way back when I started uh, creating content, I gravitated to LinkedIn videos, you know, and that's kind of my foray into um, the videos, <laughs> video industry, I guess, uh, video content uh, game. Uh, but yeah, I would love to get your uh, input and your feedback and your thoughts on the uh, video podcast uh, feature on Spotify. All right. Um, also, this is one one other thing I don't do enough is that this podcast is hosted on Anchor. And so I know I'm kind of telling you to bounce around a little bit, but if you find it in the show notes, whatever podcast platform you're on, if you go to Anchor, the Anchor page for this podcast, you're going to be able to leave a voice message. That voice message I can then use um, in future episodes. So, you know, I think it'd be cool um, if you guys have any any thoughts on an episode, any feedback, any comments, head over to the anchor page for this podcast. Leave your leave your comment, leave your thoughts, leave your suggestion. Um, and I would love to use it and use the clip for um, 
future episodes, you know, so that I can get you involved and also uh, take part in this podcast. I think that'd be really, really cool. All right. So uh, like I said, this episode is my conversation with my good friend, uh, Kevin, aka Two Socks. Uh, but before we jump in, I want to say thank you to our sponsor for this episode, which is StreamYard. StreamYard is a cloud-based uh, online live streaming platform. <laughs> uh, I use it all the time. I use it when I'm streaming on YouTube or anywhere actually on LinkedIn or Facebook. This is what I use. You can stream to one page or one channel or multiple channels. You know, you can stream to YouTube and Facebook at the same time or Twitter and LinkedIn or Facebook, <laughs> anywhere you want, really anywhere you want. Um, and so you can also use it to record your podcast episodes, your YouTube videos, uh, social videos as well. It's, it's really cool. You know, there's, I mean, I can go in deep into this. There's lots of uh, tutorials on how to use StreamYard on my YouTube channel in fact so um so you can go check that out so uh yeah very very happy to uh to work with uh the folks over there on at Streamyard. just a great group and a great bunch and uh they've got a great community as well so uh make sure you head over there uh there is a link in the show notes that will give you 14 days uh for free on any of their paid plans so you can check out all of the fe- all of the features uh without um any uh you know, commitments. So go check that out again. StreamYard, thank you so much uh, for uh, supporting this podcast. All right. So uh, without further ado, um, check out this interview with my friend Two Socks. And again, leave me a message, leave me a comment. Love to hear from you. And uh, this will likely be the it's going to be either the last episode of 2021 or the first episode of 2022. Um, and so hopefully you guys had an amazing 2021. Um, I know it's probably not the year that you expected, but, uh, you know, hopefully 2022 will be uh, in whichever way, uh, you know, you are hoping for that it is better. Um, you know, I wish I wish you guys and I pray for you guys uh, to have, um, you know, more rest and, um, you know, the desires of your hearts, you know, um, in 2022. And, um, you know, I am praying for you guys. I'm praying for this community, content creators there everywhere. Um, and so if there's anything I can pray for you guys for, uh, please let me know as well. All right. Here for you guys. And uh, with that, uh, here's my conversation with my friend, Two Socks, a.k.a. AKA Kevin, uh, who you will uh, meet right now. All right. Take care, guys. And God bless. Hey, welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the podcast. Two Socks is here. <laughs> Good to have yes. you. Yes. I'm glad to be here, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for thanks for joining me, man. Um, yeah, I uh, would love to, I guess, first of all, introduce yourself and introduce how you ended up. I know the story, but um, you know, maybe some of our listeners may not know how you ended up with the name Two Socks. Yes. So my name is Kevin, uh, Kevin Crawford. I go by Two Socks because I wear two pair of socks every day at the same time. So when I was in the eighth grade, my mom had bought me some some fake Jordans, some shoe man Jordans, and they were a little too big. They said it was my size on the box, but they were, of course, fake. So they was a little too big and we couldn't return the shoes. I had to wear the shoes. And so I wore two pair of socks to fill the gap. And I've been wearing two socks at the same time ever since then. 
Um, so I really think my shoe size is a nine to a nine and a half, but all of my shoes are a nine and a half to a 10. So, <laughs> there you yeah. go, man. Yeah, that's a great name, by the way. It's very, like, you, you can't forget, you know, two socks. Like, what is the you story? You know, you just gotta, you're just like, you gotta chase you down and get the story. But um, yeah, thanks for joining me today. This is, this is really cool. We've kind of, you know, been in the same, hanging out in the same sort of like circles for a little while and like, you know, on the YouTube space and I follow you on Instagram and see all the stories and all the accomplishments and stuff. It's been really cool. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, I mean, your channel is, I mean, your channel is kind of unique. I don't think, you know, we've ever had anyone, I don't think I've ever interviewed anybody that is like very much focused on like cheerleading content, you know? And mm -hmm. so um, tell us a little bit about your channel, almost 250,000 subs on YouTube, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about your channel there. Yes. So the channel started out in 2016 and I didn't know I was becoming a YouTuber. I had no idea, but I had just graduated from North Carolina A&T and I saw all these people taking graduation photos. So I was thinking, well, I'm going to grab a camera and I'm going to be a college photographer too. And I had this Canon T5. It was sitting and collecting dust. And my girlfriend and her mom, they were cheer coaches at a local high school. So they were the head coach and a JV coach. And they was like, hey, Kevin, can you come and take pictures of the cheerleaders for critiquing purposes? So I was at the school for games and I was taking action shots. Like whenever they did like their toe touches and stuff like that, their jumps, I would, you know, take an action shot or whatever. And I would put the pictures in an app called GroupMe. And eventually the coaches asked me to record the cheerleaders for critiquing purposes to see if they're in unison, who's saying the words, who's hitting the motions, who's being lazy, who's not. And so I started doing that. And the problem I ran into was that GroupMe only allowed you to upload videos that were 30 seconds or less. And if it was over 30 seconds, I would have to trim the video. And so I didn't want to trim the videos because sometimes they'll be a little over a minute, especially for halftime cheers. And so I just tried to figure out a way to get it to them seamlessly. And so I thought about Dropbox and then I looked at YouTube and I ended up picking YouTube and I did not know that I was uploading videos publicly. I didn't know it was a such thing as pu uh, public, private, unlisted. <laughs> I didn't know, right? I just thought yeah, if yeah. you shared the video link with somebody, then they can watch it. I just didn't know how YouTube worked back then. And we started getting random views, maybe about 100 views per video. And at the time, I was thinking maybe they're just sharing the link with their friends and family because it's cool to be on YouTube, right? Yeah. But uh, then we started getting random comments. And the comments was like, y'all suck and you know, y'all ugly. And stuff like that. And so I knew that it wasn't family and friends. I knew that the videos were being shown to strangers and we kind of enjoyed it. So we kept going and, and now, it, you know, it's grew into what it is now. Now I record two different teams in two different cities and I'm looking to record different teams in different states as well. So, wow. Wow. And so, yeah. So how, so that was a few years ago, right? That was, yes. Yeah. Okay. So that was kinda... uh, when I first started, that was 2016. 2016 and then you started the channel so the channel you started the channel strictly for that purpose yeah that's it okay yep. you didn't like take an old channel and kind of turn it around and like oh, use it, no. for the, it was like this is strictly oh, for yeah. this purpose right strictly for that yeah so so then it was like okay well you know you're kind of thinking of how do i just simply share this with everybody on the team but now it's, it's mm -hmm. kind of by accident almost it started getting into in front of other people that were strangers that were like not you know part of the crew and so um and so then did you guys then decide like as a team or was it you and like you know um like okay hey there's something here let's 
let's because now clearly it is a full-on youtube channel and like you know so yeah how did that happen how did it be like okay let's go mm -hmm. all in on youtube here everybody yeah so uh, so i'll be honest so the cheer team that i was recording initially um, they had an athletic director, basically, that didn't see the vision, right? Okay, we started okay. to gain some subscribers and get views. And what was happening was some of these uh, supporters, our subscribers, were actually calling the local high school to speak to the coach, oh. right? So they were getting a lot of, like, publicity. And I think at the time uh, we had about – so just put it like this. She was terminated from the coach's position because of all the publicity, right? Oh, wow. And um, at the time, I think we had two – 0.7 million subscribers and about not, no we had 2.7 million views okay. total views and we had 9,000 ish subscribers Subs. okay and uh, we had got so what happened was we got a celebrity uh, to come to the school to do a cheer with the cheerleaders right mm. and it was just so much going on you know it was at a basketball game so everybody's looking she came in with her entourage and it was just a lot and we didn't get it approved or anything like that so it was just too much you know and, I, and now, you know, looking back, I, I kind of get it. Maybe we should ask for permission to do something like that. But, <laughs> you know, so um, it got to a point where, you know, he was just fed up. He kind of terminated her. And I was like, well, let's do something about it. Like now we have, you know, free reign to do whatever we want. We don't have any restrictions. Like go ahead and start your own team. You know, she already had that dream to have her own cheer team. So she did that in 2018. She started her own team and we grew from 9000 subscribers to you know, over 200, basically 250,000 now. So within wow. the course of three years. Man, man. Okay. And then, so now you're running this, it's like two, 2018, right? 2018. And um, you guys are like, cause some of your view, I mean, you get like massive views now. You've got almost, let me take a look here in your channel. You've almost got like almost 60 million views on your channel. I mean, 58 yeah. million something, but um, man, it's a full on thing now. So what is this, what is your sort of, day-to-day -day look like because you you guys are uploading multiple times a day <laughs> yeah. shorts long-form vlogs you know yes. um yeah how did how does everything kind of work now what is what does this look like behind the scenes so initially it was me um going to these cheerleading practices and going mm -hmm. to these games and recording them and every single practice was a video every single game was a video mm -hmm. and it was hardcore work and i was still working a full-time job at wells fargo at the time and it was just a lot of work. And now it's gotten to the point where the channel is, you know, paying in, in ad revenue really, really well. And I'm able to employ other people to kind of take some of that workload off of me. So now I record a different team um, located here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I have someone assigned to that team. And I also have someone assigned to the team in Greensboro, North Carolina that I originally started with. Cool. And I have a social media manager now. So basically they do everything. The two videographers, they also edit the videos. Yep. They send the videos to me. Once I approve of them, of course, I'll upload them to YouTube and we just keep keep moving on. Keep um, moving on. And, and that's it. I mean, everything they do, we record and we upload. That's basically what it is. That's amazing. That's everything amazing. Everything is content. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, at the moment right now, I mean, if you go to your Instagram uh, account, you're hiring. You're like, that's literally your link is like, come work with me. Right? It's yes. amazing, man. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. I mean, you know, there's there, it's so interesting, right? On YouTube, there's so many different niches, and like, you know, you are doing, um, you know, cheerleading content, and two teams, vlog style, shorts, everything. Um, you know, there's just so I'm so fascinated with like, there's so many different niches, and like, you wouldn't even think about it, but like, you guys have a full-on business. You're hired. You've hired 
how many people now? You like you got like three uh, or four three. people on the yeah on the team. Yes. You know, and you're you know you're providing like jobs for people. I mean, it's it's fantastic, man. So, um, tell me a little bit about the business side of things. So you you mentioned ad revenue. Is yes. there any, any other sort of revenue streams that you you guys have um, sort of in play? Yeah, so we've done some sponsorships in the past as well. Um, we do have affiliate links with like Amazon programs and stuff. And then we also uh, have Patreon as well. Got it. Got it. Nice. Nice. When did you guys start sort of thinking about those? Like, hey. There's... Yeah. <laughs> um, so as I talked to more creators, so I think the first event I ever went to that was very eye-opening and insightful for me was an event that Daryl Eves hosted in Orlando, Florida. He was doing meetups. And I went there, and it was a room full of YouTubers. I'd never seen anything like this before. And everybody had their cameras out, and it was vlogging. <laughs> and I felt kind of uncomfortable because I'm used to being behind the camera and stuff. But um, I went to the event. I sat down, and um, he did, like, channel audits and stuff in front of us. And it was just crazy how he took these big channels and he tore them down. And mm. that's when I started to really pay attention to, like, analytics and numbers and, like, the true things that you need to focus on to build community and to make this thing sustainable financially. And so mm. um, that was like life changing for me. And that was, I think, in 2018 when I went to that event. So, wow. yeah. yeah, that's when I decided, OK, let's go ahead and try to get some other streams going. Yeah, no, exactly. No, it's really smart of you guys. I mean, Daryl's a, a genius when it comes to this stuff. Um, I'm curious, what's the what is the next thing for the channel? What's the next thing for the business? Like. You know, you mentioned that you now are um, sort of documenting two teams and from two different cities, mm -hmm. um, you know, more teams, more cities, you know, uh, what's the plan there? Yeah, that's it. So I feel like Two Socks Productions needs to be all over the world. We have a lot of mm -hmm. people who make recommendations on, can you, you know, follow this team for a year? Can you follow that team for a year? And it's like, right now I can't, but one day I can, you know, and I have that mentality. And so I want to build, be able to build Two Socks Productions in Virginia, in Georgia, in Florida. Um, and I think it's possible. So I think that I need to move, um, mm -hmm. continue to move and to continue to like hire people in different states, trust them with all this equipment, um, give them the tools they need to be successful. Of course, make sure that we select a team that's going to complement the brand and, you know, keep expanding this thing. And that's where I'm at. Um, I, I was actually thinking there's a I was listening to this podcast. There's a guy named Erwan Youssef. He's in the Philippines. And, he, you know, he, he was like a solo vlogger guy, grew his channel. But then he built a bigger brand and he changed the name of the of the channel to the brand name. It's called Future. Um, but mm. it kind of, you know, it, it reminded me because he was saying like, he he now is at a level where he's he's like thinking like oh should I create content on YouTube, or should I take some time off and like create some really crazy content and pitch it to like Netflix or like things mm -hmm. like that. So has that ever come to mind? Like because I mean the type of content you guys have is like documentary style. Like it would be kind of cool to kind of see that on a on Netflix someday or like you know like or like your your own sort of like sort of show off YouTube. Have you ever thought of? A business model where that that kind of works that way yes yes i have and and, and i've uh, been in communication with uh executive producers at like you know uh viacom yeah and yeah. also um that express interest in in kind of like getting the work and stuff and then also uh i spoke with one of the co-founders uh mark randolph of netflix um, oh, crazy. you know i spoke to him directly yeah it was crazy man um and he kind of gave me some pointers and stuff like that too and some feedback and so 
hopefully we can do that in the near future hopefully so yeah yeah that that'd be interesting like that'd be kind of a cool story right like how do you you know go from this youtube channel all the way to netflix and everything i think that's sort of becoming the next you know i mean you know there's channels like vox right that has like mm -hmm. a youtube channel but then they also have netflix series and things like that yeah. so um no that's that's really cool man um did you grow up sort of loving the camera were you one of those guys in high school that was like part of the you know uh like with the media team or the media club or anything was that like you no or, no uh not not at all yeah I, the first time i got into i guess photography was when i was seeing all these college photographers making like 40 or 60 dollars per graduate you know and i was like okay well i want to get some of that money um, but yeah, I wasn't into photography or anything. I think I may have been like in a yearbook club or something, maybe one year. But yeah, I haven't, you know, I wasn't into photography at all. I went to school for business management uh, within concentration and entrepreneurship. And so, yeah, I didn't see videography or photography in my future at all. No, that's, that's, uh, I just always ask because sometimes, like, you know, guys that are really good at production when they're old is like when they're older, like, you know, grown up, they're like, they, they just love it when they're kids and they, they make their own oh. movies and stuff. But, uh, no, you're, you, you picked up the camera when this started or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When yeah, this basically, started. Basically, right? Yeah. No, yeah. that's awesome. I still feel like it's so much to learn. I, I don't know a lot. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, you know, there's, there's always so much room to grow, man. Like, are you, are you kind of self-taught with everything or, you know? Yes. yes. YouTube taught. Yeah. YouTube <laughs> has taught me everything I know, man. Yeah. So uh, YouTube and then of course, listening to people on Clubhouse, you know, just getting their insight and kind of their, their best practices and strategies. And I try to implement those, but yeah, I just yeah. learn from everybody else. That's it. That's it. You, it's funny you mentioned Clubhouse. I know we were chatting about Clubhouse before we started recording, but um yes. How do you feel about those platforms right now? Like, I mean, it was it was super hot when it first came out and Twitter Spaces mm -hmm. and stuff. But how do you how do you feel about it? Where do you think it's going? I still think it's fruitful. Um, I, I do think it's fruitful for the listeners, and um, you know, for the it can be fruitful for it, either one. Uh, the people who are actually producing the content and spending time talking to people, and also the people that's listening, right? It's valuable for us both or both parties. But for me personally, um, it was just you know I was on Clubhouse, I was hosting rooms pretty consistently and um, different people are getting on, you know, it was like in beta, right? And so mm -hmm. different people are getting on at different times. And of course it started out with just, you know, Apple devices at first, so iPhones. And so, um, you know, the the more time I was putting into having these rooms, the more people were coming on the club, Clubhouse app and mm -hmm. was new to the conversation. And so I found myself repeating myself and um, just kind of going over some of the same things over and over and over again. And, you know, it just made me think with the, thing that I was talking about or, or the discussions that I was having, maybe it could have been better or uh, more beneficial for me to have made maybe a video or maybe even like an e-course or an e-book or something to be able to help people um, at one time without having to repeat myself. And so, um, but it could be beneficial for you just depending on, you know, kind of what your strategies and goals are. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. There's a there's a lot of things that are keeps coming up, you know, same questions and stuff. So you mentioned, yeah, so maybe making a video is a better use of time. But I mean, I think I think it's a great way to build community and make connections and yeah. everything. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's really good. Um, yeah, no, I mean, this is you know, I'm just like looking at your number and it's like two hundred and forty six thousand subscribers. Tell me about the audience. Who's What's your like? What are the typical audience? Is it other cheer teams? Is it coaches? <laughs> is it like what? Who's watching? 
I think it's a mix. I think it's a mix of people who are interested in cheerleading and people who aren't, right? Mm. Um, but I think it's more so people who are not interested in cheerleading. I oh. think a lot of our viewers, um, you know, they just enjoy the process. They enjoy seeing a journey of a cheer team go from tryouts to rough practices to cuts to people quitting to the coaches getting frustrated to the cheerleaders having excitement and you know going on these trips and having these team bondings i mean it's just it's a it's it's a uh, roller coaster of emotions i would say and then you get to see someone grow and you know i was telling you earlier rob we started the youtube uh videos for the just cheer team in 2018 mm -hmm. so that was the team that the head coach started after she stopped you know, coaching the high school team. Yeah. And one of the, no, it's actually three of them. They're still here. Uh, two mm. of them are seniors in high school and then one is a freshman in high school. Okay. And so people are seeing them basically grow. <laughs> and so they, they feel a part of that. And, I, you know, I think that's a lot of the reason why our core audience continues to come back and watch our content. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool, man. That's, um, was there, was there, um, was there like sort of different like milestones throughout the years, like the last few years where you saw things like really spike or was the growth of your channel pretty steady? Yeah. So good question, because I think it happened twice. So mm. definitely with shorts, definitely with YouTube shorts, it, it took off. It took off. Um, and it was another time revenue wise, revenue wise in 2018 is when I saw like growth. So in 2016, I made zero dollars and zero cent just because I did not know that you had to have a Google AdSense account. And I didn't know all of that. You know, I'm thinking, OK, if you get the views, you get the money. And I had to learn. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I think in 2016, I had I had exactly 2019 subscribers and I had 562,000 total views. Wow. Um, and then 2017, I averaged about four hundred dollars a month. And so I thought in my mind that would be all I would be worth, you know, channel wise as far as ad revenue. And then in 2018 is like when my life started to change. Mm -hmm. The first half of 2018, I was averaging about $400 a month in ad revenue. And it was the summer month. So it was probably July. Mm -hmm. They had paid me $800. And I'm like, oh, they made a mistake, you know, because <laughs> I was so conditioned right, um, to believe right. that my channel was only worth $400. And so um, then next month it was $1,200. The next wow. month it was 2,600. And so I was wow. like, okay, well, something's happening. You know, I need to go have a conversation with my manager. Cause I need to make sure that I'm off work in time to go record these cheerleaders. Right. Right. And, um, that, that was when my life changed though. And that's of course the same year that I met with Daryl Eves at the meetup. Mm -hmm. And I was hearing him give critiques on like analytics and just right. breaking down people's channel, even channels, even though, they had, you know, 400,000 subscribers or whatever. He was still telling them areas that they can improve on. And I learned so much from that. And, you know, I just took that home with me. I implemented it. And here we are now. And so my last day at Wells Fargo was April 11th of 2019. And, um, you know, I've been full time ever since, man. It's, it's been amazing. So those are the two, I think, pivotal moments for me as far as the channel growth. That's it, man. I'm so happy for you, man. That's so good. Couldn't ha couldn't have happened to a better, you know, better person, I think. I mean, you just seems like you really enjoy what you're doing here. Do you ever have like, I mean, personally, do you do you have aspirations of like starting offshoot businesses from this? I mean, you've got a ton of YouTube knowledge, right? I mean, people would pay you for that. Um, 
yeah, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking for you, but yeah. Do you ever, do you ever dream of other, I'm sure you do, but yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> what's your thoughts there? Yeah. So I do. I, so for the last two years, I've been hosting events here called Charlotte creators. That's right. So that's, right. that's the community that we have here and we're on Instagram, Charlotte creators. If you you know live in Charlotte or in the surrounding city and you want to attend, you can. Um, and I put this community together because I want it for people to be able to come together and learn about YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, and be able to like expedite their growth. Cause it was a lot of things that I wish that I could ask someone, I could ask someone during my journey, um, that I, I just didn't have anyone to talk to cause I didn't know any YouTubers. Right. And so it was like a lonely journey and I didn't want other creators here in Charlotte to feel that way. And I've been pretty consistent. So we host the event every month, uh, at least once a month, sometimes twice a month. We actually had one yesterday called um, Reflections and Resolutions. And basically, we just talked about, you know, what's working for you today and then what are your 60-day goals. And, you know, we had them complete like a questionnaire and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, just getting people to really think about their goals and, and where they are and where they want to be. And, um you know, that's that's cool and all. And yes, I have thought about doing like e-courses and and, you know, e-books. There's, you know, even though our events are an hour and a half, it's still not enough time for me to go over, go over everything that I would like to go over. And of course, you know, the room is filled with people at different levels. So you have some YouTubers with a million subscribers sitting right next to you. You have some that don't have a YouTube channel sitting right next to you. Right. And so, um, you know, it's just a, a, a broad range of questions that we can't get to in an hour and 30 minutes. And so if I did have a digital product, um, it'll be beneficial for those people, because if someone wants to learn, you know, on a higher level, they can. I can have some more advanced stuff. And then people that want to learn, you know, what camera should I use and stuff like that? There's a there's a course for that, too. So I have thought about it. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I think it. I think that makes a lot of sense for you. What your, you know, certain next steps are for sure. Um, this is awesome. This is this is great, Kev. Um, what is what is one mistake as we wrap up here? What's one mistake that you've made? I know that's such a cliche question, but what's mm-hmm. one thing that you think going back, like, man, that would have if I didn't do this or I did this instead, um, I would have gotten here a little quicker. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I'll answer it. I guess in two ways, because one mistake didn't necessarily have to do with my growth, but it had a it had something to do with the missed opportunity. And um, that mistake was me not branding myself effectively from the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. So the YouTube channel name initially was called Two Socks. Mm -hmm. And then I thought to myself as I'm making these cheer videos like that don't have nothing to do with cheerleading. So like that doesn't make sense right so i changed it to the style of cheer that i that i produced and that's stump and shakes uh stump and shake cheer mm-hmm. right so that was the name of the channel for a while and then i'm like well that's not me that's just the style of cheer and i right. so i went to two socks productions right and i wasn't putting like my email address in my bio or my description boxes or anything you know i don't even think the about section was like you know filled out or anything maybe back then but um i had a missed opportunity and that was the rap artist drake had uh, sampled one of my YouTube videos in his right. new album, um, and he, you know, it, it, you know, over time I found out who he had reached out to. But if I had branded myself properly and put my contact information in the right places and things like that, I would have been the one that he would have contacted prior mm-hmm. to using this content, and I would have had some say into what he was able to do with it and things like right. that. So um, that was a huge mistake on my part. So now everything is Two Socks Productions. Every single video has my YouTube, uh, I mean, my email address in it. Um, and it's just, 
it's no way you can make that mistake again. And then I think for growth, one thing that I wish I could have done differently to grow faster was keep an open mind and not have such like a, a like a binary thought process. Like I think I used to have this mindset of like, I should do this or I should do that. And you need to have the mindset that you should do both. A lot of people right now are trying to determine whether they should do shorts or they should do long form content. You should do both. You know, if it makes sense to do both on one channel, do both on one channel. If it makes sense to do both, but separate the channels, do it that way. But I do think you should try to do both um, because at the end of the day, it's all about experiment. And then it's also about taking advantage of a new feature that a social platform is offering. And we all know that, you know, if it's a new feature, it's going to be a lot of reward behind it. And a lot of creators are blowing up right now because of short form content, because of shorts, because of this new feature. Um, you know, and so, yeah, do both, do both, do both. I agree. I agree. I think that's a, it's a great advice, especially coming from somebody with, you know, a channel like yours and your size testing out shorts. Um, you know, that's awesome. It's great to see. Uh, this has been great, Kevin. I'm, I'm so happy that we got to connect. Uh, finally, I just, I mean, we was interacting on, uh, on social, but this is great. What's the best place to connect with you and just kind of follow along your journey? Yes, it will be Instagram. So my Instagram name is Two Socks. It's spelled T-W-O, then underscore S-O-C-K-Z, Two Socks. That's my Instagram. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Kevin. We'll see you guys next uh, in the next episode. Thank you, Rob, for having me. I appreciate it.